Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Jesus Plus Therapy Sis Podcast. This week's community partners are Amplified Counseling and Coaching LLC and Rose Famous Chicken Salad. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms. Also, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you can be notified of new episodes. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Jesus Plus Therapy Sis. Wait, before we get started, I would have to give a shout out. Like, first off, thank y'all for those who keep sharing, who keep liking, who keep listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for our international listeners. We see the numbers and they are growing, especially our listeners in Germany. Keep sharing, keep liking. We appreciate you. Um, those in the UAE, thank you so much. Ireland, Russia, um, Australia, Australia, yes, Puerto Rico, South Africa. Keep those numbers going up. We appreciate y'all. Um, I think New England, uh, New England, that is no England, not New England, England, England. <laughs> keep on pushing. We are so excited. We hope that you're liking our community partners page as well as the Jesus Therapy Business page. We're going to do better with our marketing. I think uh, I definitely realized that we have been slacking on marketing. So we're definitely beginning it out. But we want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I did that. Listen, y'all keep liking, sharing, and subscribing. You keep rating us. You keep making sure that you are tuning in every Sunday. Listen, I know this Sunday was a little late, but it still came out on Sunday, okay? I know y'all used to that morning. When I rise in the morning, when I rise. Okay, for those who live in the States, for those who don't live in the States, I'm sure it's like afternoon, late evening. But still, thank you so much for being part of the Jesus Plus Therapy Sis family. And we're excited. Tonight is about to be, I get to be transparent tonight. And so, <laughs> I'm going to be transparent tonight as we talk about how do we make a man feel safe, which is crazy because. <laughs> I had a client today, a couple, and this is the one thing that we were talking about. Really? It really was. Like, I just thought about that. So I really want to talk. And hey, brothers, go on ahead, get your wife, your girlfriend, tell her to tune in, share, like, subscribe. Um, brother, this is episode is dedicated to y'all. Uh, how do we make a man feel safe and this is personal experience so before we go on Cynthia told me to go ahead and press the record button because she got this she got this revelation she gonna share and then we're gonna go from there so this week's episode is about to be totally transparent totally wrong y'all like I had to wake her up with a revelation and we cried and then after we got ourselves together we pressed record (laughs) so Okay, so this week, um, well, not this week, but this month, I started a new, um, I got involved into a new community. And I don't know if you're familiar with David Burris, but he's an influencer and he's a, a, a Christian man, but he's an influencer and his um, whole niche is basically helping singles transition into marriage or I want to say getting singles to a place of stability in themselves if they're not desiring marriage. And so I signed up for his community this month. Um, I joined with one of my friends, one of my seasoned friends, um, I joined in just to kind of, because I've been following him for some time now, at least a couple of years. I'm a watcher first. I like to watch and um, glean from afar before I invest my money. 
So I've been watching him for I know at least a good three years. <laughs> Don't judge me. I've been watching him for a good three years, but I love his content. I love how down to earth he is. I love how he, you know, brings truth and the word of God. And he marries marries those together and he brings such fresh revelation. And, you know, I'm also in love with the book of Genesis and he loves um, to bring fresh perspective from the book of Genesis. And, you know, y'all know this, that's my book now. So I was in his live teaching on last evening. And y'all see what I did there? I just put on my customer service, Harvard Magnum Kulali. Lawdy voice. Okay. So um I was in his live teaching on last evening and he brought on, I think, about five single men. And the title of this particular live was single, single with vision. Single men with vision. Okay. And so, girl, the men on the panel were phenomenal. They were men of caliber, men of, you know, uh, mature men. They were young. They were kind of seasoned. They had a little salt and pepper going, girl. I was like, my God. Anyway. <laughs> um, but then, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holly. Come on, sing it. Okay. You know. Okay, we so, made. We sorry, brothers. Ooh, the little granddaddy. Granddaddy. This is your zaddy. This is your zaddy. Your zaddy. Okay, let me stop. Okay, anyway, anyway we're silly. Okay. He was, they were talking and they were talking about um, like ways um, that men communicate. Mm-hmm. And how, um, like, what men are looking for in women, like mature men who are established and stable. They were talking about all of that. And one of the things that they said was men aren't, men don't fear commitment or marriage. They just, um, how did they put it? Because it was so, it was so smooth. Um, it was just kind of like they want to be discovered the way that we want to be discovered. And many times we don't discover them. We put all of um, the responsibility of the relationship in it being maintained on them as opposed to it being equal. And a portion of the conversation was basically men saying that we as women don't desire them they they said that they want to be discovered too they want to be desired too and one of the men said something that was so profound he was like I don't want he said because he's so mature and he's you know established himself and whatever he was like he doesn't reveal himself to everybody he said he wants to be discovered too. So he was like, um, in a sense, a woman has to show herself that, show him that she's a safe place before he reveals levels to her. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like, okay, sir, come on with the same place. And so they began to talk about, you know, how men um, consider women a safe place and the things and the attributes that they have and stuff like that. And so when you were talking earlier, I was like, my God, this is it. Because I want to continue to have dialogue around being a safe place. I told y'all, you know, many moons, I ain't gonna say many moons, many episodes ago that I am on this femininity journey this year. And I've been trying to be in spaces and places that, you know, teach 
um, those type of dynamics so that I can continue to grow. So when you were like, <laughs> come on, stay place, I was like, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do the doggone thing. So yeah, so we're here and I'm excited and I want to talk about this. Okay. So let's talk about how we got on this topic. Um <laughs> here I go being wrong. Um so of course both of us are single. Like let's put it out there. Um we have Cynthia is a single mother of three. I'm a single woman of none, <laughs> but I have been married before. Um, is that a shameless plug? A little bit, but yes. slide in my DMs. No, please don't. Please don't slide in my DM. Please, look if y'all know Jesus, ain't got no integrity, ain't trying to grow. Don't slide in my DMs. Okay, <laughs> the girl, a little bit. She's 40. She, she's about to be 40. She tried to accept that number. Huh? That whole number. Um, anywho, um, and if you want to see how we look, go to Jesus Plus Therapist's page on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, if we go completely be out there, let's go ahead and get that. Um, so I have a friend and I didn't like him at first. Uh, we're not friends in the sense that we are colleagues. And he's a great support system and he's going through um, some things. And um, I remember when I met him from my spiritual father introducing us because he is in the same field I'm in. And he was in the process of working on his associate license. And, you know, my spiritual father was like, oh, you know, Shadrick is very involved. You know, this is the person you need to be connected to. And so he was like, very standoffish. Hey, you know, polite, but standoffish. And I was just like, oh, uh-uh. And I clearly heard God say, um, check on him during this process. And I said, okay, God, cool. So I would call or I would text and be like, hey, you know, how's your process? You need anything? How can I support you? He would be standoffish or give me one-worded responses. I was just like, okay, whatever. If you need me, I'm here. <laughs> So finally, he texted me. He was like, hey, got my ALC. And I was like, oh, congratulations. And in my mind and outwardly, I said, God, I'm through him. Like, I've done my part. It's over. And God was like, no, it's not. Mm. I was like, what you talking about, daddy? I did my part. And so we continued on kind of exchanging conversation. And I invited him to the Cure Conference. He came and spoke at the Cure Conference, giving all kinds of details. Maybe he was wordy, theological about it, okay? I was like, my God, wrap it up. Gave him that wrap-up finger. Y'all thought about that wrap-up finger when the people be talking too much. You throw that finger around. <laughs> I gave him the finger, and I was like, hey, dude, I wrapped this up, man. Like, I told you how long you got uh, and so from there, I don't know, he did a photo shoot for me. It's supposed to be a branding photo shoot for my uh, the cure, the conservation, my whole brand that I have. So, you know, Cynthia is a sober, um, what did I give you? The, oh. No, I know you're the sober soul. Uh, what, what name did I give you? You are the sober expert. So oh, yeah. she's a sober expert and I'm the church therapist expert, right? So like I was building my brain around that. So you see in my pictures, it comes from those photo shoots. So we both did photo shoots for our birthday um, in order to kick off these plus therapists. So we can have something to do with branding. Anyway, and he's doing our photo shoots this weekend. So anyway, um, he did the photo shoot, and that was the first time that I saw him outside of church. And I was just like, oh, okay, he's a little relaxed. Like, he feels a little safe. This was what I went through my head. Um, and so then I had to do a conference at our state conference, our state counseling conference, and I needed a photographer. And y'all, I could not think of anybody that I knew 
that I didn't have to, because I was already on my budget and I was like, well, do I have to budget? And they was like, no, you have to pay for your seven. I was like, what the, no. So then I was like, okay, God. And God was like, call him and ask. Like, so I did. And so he got permission from his boss and he was able to come three days. I mean, two of the three days. He came and he um, took the pictures, y'all. Like, he paid way more than he should have for the conference. He paid it on site and came the following morning. It just came early in the morning to take pictures. And he shared with me in our four-hour conversation um, that we had (laughs) that he was embarrassed because he got caught watching me. And I was like, what you mean? And so he was like, um, I had to be the chair of this this part of the conference. I was a chair. So I had to do a lot of talking and whatever. And so he he said, I watched you come off the stage and I realized that you had favor with me. And I was like, Knowing me, this me. I know I got faith with you, duh, right? <laughs> no, and then I was like, no, for real. I know that you know you didn't have to do what you did, but you did it anyway, and I truly appreciate you. And so he was very supportive the whole time he was at the conference. Um, we had an Airbnb, so we had like a little gathering over to our Airbnb after afterwards, and. Um, he came over and he was just really relaxed. And I was like, man, he does not look guarded. And I remember one of my girlfriends saying to me afterwards, after the conference, we went to lunch and she said, oh, he, he, he see you. And I was like, what you mean? He see me. And she was like, he sees you. He's watching you. And I was like, whatever. So when we were on our four hour, four hour conversation, he talked about how um, after the conference, I asked him to drinks and dinner and how he had to, he was like, is this a date? Like, and he went to his coworker and asked like, you know, what does it look like? What can you read this text and they were saying, and they were like, oh no, it's a date. And how hesitant he was about coming, um, but he came anyway, like the Holy Spirit told him to come anyway. And so we had, drinks and dinner and yes I paid for it because I wanted to tell him thank you for being such a great support because the whole time he was at the conference he said first of all <laughs> you ain't gonna just skirt over the fact that you said I paid for it because uh let me tell you some sis <laughs> you did the doggone thing huh let me show you my coins work too huh <laughs> I can spend on you Run up a check and get it back, huh? Because he okay. said, if I knew you was going to pay, I wouldn't have ordered what I ordered. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I had budgeted out. Like, the girl had a budget. And run up a check, too, huh? <laughs> oh, let me stop. Okay. So, feel it. So, while we were at dinner, he literally spoke a word to me mm. about me being single. Because he was like, what's this one thing you're tired of? And I was like, being single. And I was like, I'm tired of hearing the word. <laughs> he on the way. What a nigga at, Jesus? Okay. okay. I'm what we was. I'm sorry. Um, so he was like, what if he's in your face? Oh, I said, well, I've always been told that, you know, he's someone I know. And I said, he said, well, what you going to do? We come out and be like, nigga, where you been? That's, that's what I'm going to do. He just started laughing. He said, you so funny. And I said, but I'm so for real. And so from that point on, he said to me, and because in the four count, I say all of that because I need to give that background. So let's go back to the four-hour conversation. I said, well, when did you feel safe with me? Mm-hmm. And the first time he felt safe, said the house. But the second time, the confirmation of their safety was when we went to dinner. Mm. And then I was able to receive every part of him. And he was able to be his authentic. Mm. That's when he felt safe. 
and the fact that I gave him my whole authentic self, I never put on airs. And even when we, even when we go out, I just never put on airs. I, my authentic self. When we on the phone, authentic self. And he shares his his ins, his outs, his flawedness, and I share my flawedness. Yeah. And there is no judgment. There's no pressure to be perfect. There's no pressure to be something that we're not. And how do you make someone, how do you make a man your safe space? You stop showing that you are not flawed. Mm. Be your authentic flawed self. He don't want that. I, I can count on one hand this I think he has seen me in makeup twice. And the only time I had on makeup the second time, because the first time I was at the conference, the only time I had makeup the second time is because I just wanted to put makeup on. Mm. I'm sorry, three times because he, he, he shot me in my photo. Right? Your authentic self. Flawed self. Okay, your authentic flawed self. Okay. See, you... Because there's a difference to being your authentic self. So, like, I can be my authentic self at a conference, but I don't be my authentic flaw self. Like, I'm very, I can be my authentic self, meaning I can say certain things. Mm-hmm. I can be my, I can wear my natural hair. I can say I'm Black and I'm proud. But you're not going to get my flawedness. I'm going to be on point in my authenticity. My God. Right? But when you are trying to be a safe place for a man, you need to be your authentic flawed self. Hmm. If you mess up, I messed up. Mind you, this man is saved everywhere around it in theology, um, has graduated from theology school twice. Um, and is working on his PhD. Okay, sis, <laughs> run the resume. <laughs> so, but this is what he said to me. Even though he has these hierarchies, his one thing is to make me look excellent. Sis, if you really want a man, and Y'all, we are not, repeat, we're not dating. This is a male friend who sees all my flawed authenticity and still sees greatness in me because I make sure he feels safe and I speak greatness to him. And so it's so when she was talking about finding you, I find something new about him every time we talk. Every time, and it is not, I'm not digging. I don't ask questions. The, the conversation flows however the conversation flows. We may start out talking about one thing. So how we stand on the phone for hours. We start out talking about me um, preaching on this past Sunday. He asked me what I was going to preach on. I told him, you went back and forth. And we debate, y'all. There's mm-hmm. a debate. There's a change of revelations. There's a change of disagreements. Like, I don't agree with that. That's what you agree with. Like, he is... He is, is, whatever the word says, true, ain't no watering down. And not that I water it down, but I want it to be life actable. It's hard mm-hmm. for him to be life actable because he's going to be good. But the Hebrew meanings mean this and the Greek meaning mean that. I'd be like, listen, you, you overstimulate me, sir. So he can be his authentic self while still learning how to be balanced. Mm. And he said to me, he said, "You, I'm glad to know that you could be flawed. Because I was like, oh, I forgot about this. We was on the phone. I was like, hey, I got to go. I forgot about this. Because <laughs> I said, I forgot about this uh, presentation I'm supposed to be doing. He's like, shut your mouth. You can forget. That's what he said. He's oh, <laughs> so petty. And it's okay, right? Like, I'm not holding him to any standards. I'm not putting him in a box. I'm not saying this is what I need you to be. I'm not saying what I need to be. I'm my authentic self with him. Mm. And because of that, he feels safe with me. 
And so it feels good because I've never been here before. Never in my 39 years have I been in a space where a man can say he feels safe with me and I'm not asking or questioning or trying to control what I say or the conversation. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. That's that's good. That's good. Keep talking. Keep talking. So, mm. yeah. How do you make a man feel safe? <laughs> Rule number one: be your flaw authentic self. Girl, don't come in there with no lashes. No, I mean if that's your authentic self, yes. If you authentically is, is that, that's that's fine. If that's your everyday or. Uh, that's how you look 90% of the time, cool, that's fancy, okay? That's cool. But even that, let him see your natural beauty. Because if he can't see your natural beauty and still see you, um, Beyonce said it's best, to the left, to the left. Yeah, where the instant though is. To the left, to the left. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because here's the thing, he don't need super. He don't need Beyonce. He need Beyonce. Ah! I don't know. I just. I don't know. He don't need Sasha Fierce. He need. Mm, who's somebody who looks beautiful? And he need Alicia Keys without the makeup. I don't know because she doesn't wear makeup anymore. I don't know, but he needs your authentic self, your authentic flaw self. He doesn't need you to be the he doesn't need you to be in control. Neither does he need you to be combative. Neither does he need you to fight your battles. Listen, the man last night said that he said, well, it was so many of them, but they were all saying the same things just in a different way. He was just like, um, men feel as though they always are on stage they feel as though they always have to perform mm-hmm. and so um men men want or desire women um who they feel as though they don't have to always be superman but they can be clark kent and there's no limitation on how long they can be Clark Kent. Like, you know. Right. Um, like after a couple of days you sitting around the house and you you really ain't doing nothing, you probably just chilling or whatever the case may be. And sometimes, you know, their mates will say, um, you've been sitting on the sofa for three days. You ain't did nothing, you know. Um, but the, one of the men was saying there shouldn't be a limitations on how long I can exist without doing something or being something or performing um and that was profound to me because I never but I kind of disagree with that why you disagree because no I don't want you to perform but I need you to be aware of your environment Mm. right like I don't need you to perform anything but don't be so consumed with not performing that you miss me and I think there's a balance no I don't you can be in this space as long as you want to but when when that space starts to be bigger than me and I'm your spouse then we got an issue that's good so there has to be balance. So I get what he's saying. Like, I, I totally agree. No, I don't want you to always perform. But you also, if also, there's a, a part of you that can come become so content that you miss your purpose growth. Your purpose, a man's purpose, right? Like, he's not going to be able to turn this off. It's to be provider and protector. Them two things. I don't care if it's a toxic provider and a toxic protector, right? So I don't care if it's the man who get pregnant, who get these women pregnant and leave. I don't care if it's the man who get, who's got multiple baby mamas and he, he take care of all of them. There's a provider and protector at that time of conception. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like, it doesn't matter. He's going to activate that space even when he doesn't want it. No matter if he's straight or gay, there is a provider and a protector in him that don't go away. Now, mm. it's innate in him. It's in his DNA. You can alter your you can alter your clothes. You can alter your genitals, but what you can't alter is your DNA. Not yet, because ain't no telling describe somebody crazy trying to alter DNA stuff. With mm. that being said, I am not going to let you settle because you don't want to grow in your DNA. Mm. Yes, you can have that time off. Yes, you don't have to perform at all times. Yes, you can be in a place where you can be your authentic self. But I would not allow you to be content in being that place either. Because mm. if you become content, you miss me. Mm. My goodness. That was good. That was good. I honestly have been um, really, really just kind of picking apart. Um, well, I ain't going to say picking apart, but just kind of um, looking back and seeing um, where I wasn't um, those things or had those attributes um, in past relationships. So I see why they didn't work. Um and two, I am being more intentional about um, building those muscles internally. Because mm. um, it is so, it's so easy to, as a mother of three children who just happens to be single, um, it is so easy to um, assert that role without knowing um, and having to um, come into an awareness that I am not or have not been in previous times a safe place for any man is kind of like a punch in the throat. And I don't think a lot of women realize that we, um, because of the way, um, especially African-American women, um, because of the way that we have been cultured um, or with society, we have been programmed in some ways to um, not be a safe place. Um, or, I disagree. I know you lie. We have not been, not most of us. I disagree. Go ahead. I disagree. History shows that we've always been a safe. Check our history. Check the record book. Well, mama, not mama there. Mama there was. Here's the the kicker. Mama there safety got tainted. Make it make 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 it make sense. So we always have my grandma and granddaddy, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we go back to. Grandma and granddaddy, they had several children. They last forever, right? I don't about talk about how granddaddy had several other families. Some of them, <laughs> and y'all don't find out about them until granddaddy did. <laughs> but grandma do about the set of kids. I was just going to say that. And made sure that they was well taken care of. So her safety when it comes to him was more secret than safe. Your your secret is safe with me versus just being safe. So when I see that, I now transfer, transfer that over into kids, right? So those are our parents. Our parents say keeping secrets creates abuse. I see the secret is toxic. So I'm not going to create safety for toxicity. Grandma kept safety for toxicity. Mama not. So mama doesn't become safe 
because she doesn't know how to be safe. She just realizes that some safety can be toxic safety. Okay, keep going. So it doesn't another generation. Right. So each generation sees the toxicity of safety. So somewhere down the line, the safety becomes toxic. It's not just about safety. Safety comes with a price. It comes with a consequence. Right? Grandma's safety or keeping uh, keeping granddaddy safe meant keeping a secret safe sometimes. Because of that, our family falls apart, falls apart because now when grandma dies, who going who gonna to make sure that this secret is in order? Who going to make sure the secret got some control to it? So now I'm dealing with the toxicity of this secret safety. So now when I look at safety, I look at it from a lens of toxicity and not a lens of health. Because maybe I haven't experienced healthy safety. But that doesn't mean that I don't have it in me to be safe. I just, I have just, I have a distorted image of what safety looks like. So how does the, how does the modern woman? So us. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does the modern woman take grandma's ability to safe keep mm-hmm. for her spouse without honoring or shielding or covering the toxicity that mama saw boundaries and check-ins in communication. So simple. Grandma and granddaddy communicated. No. Granddaddy gave no. Granny gave di- granddaddy gave dictation. Grandma submitted. Granddaddy gave dictation. Grandma submitted. Hi, I know. I'm glad you asked. Because when it comes to my when I look at my own family. My grandmother would say, well, your granddaddy said, so I did, because that's what I'm supposed to do, because I submitted to him. I had a different dynamic. Oh. And, and, that's, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you my dynamic, because I had a different dynamic. Um, in my dynamic, it's from what I know, because my grandmother died a year before, or she died in 85. I was born in 86. So grandmother Josephine was the educated one. Granddaddy put her through school. Granddaddy didn't have a lot of, he didn't have a high school education. So granddaddy was a hustler. Mm-hmm. Granddaddy was in the streets, but he was a hustler enough to know that, hey, let me put my, let me drive my money into my wife and make her the one who can do corporate for me. So grandmama went to school, grandmama got degrees, grandmama was the first black woman at Donald and Bradstreet, um, leader of social savings clubs. They had a house on Bush Hill, had Cadillacs, because granddaddy was a hustler. But basically, Josephine was his means of creating the business. So true enough, you know, he had the money, but she had the brains. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't necessarily um, granddaddy saying, hey, you do this and let's submit. It, I don't think it was that way. I think it was. It had to be. In order for that to be, in order, in order for that to be business, it still had to be submission. True, but I don't think it, I think the submission was more partnership than, oh, it, the way I see Kind of what you're saying is kind of like a dictatorship. Like this person is ruling over this person. No, no, no. That's submission. Like. No, submission simply meaning. Please know, Mad Elsa. Listen. The, her name by itself. Baby, it was fine. 
baby, she got a picture with her legs crossed, fired in the sun, sun glistening on her glow like I wish her would, okay? <laughs> so not that Maddie <laughs> took dictation, but she understood no matter, and she was very intelligent. And if, if Maddie Eltha would have, she probably would have had her own sewing business. Right? Mm-hmm. But it was the simple fact, I need to make sure that he feels safe. So even though I'm intelligent, even though I can I can make some, some big, some false moves, my job is not to lead. My job is still to follow. Even though I'm the most educated. Even though I, I know how to make some things happen, my job still is not to lead. And even as a teammate, even as a teammate, there always needs to be a captain. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So it wasn't a dictatorship. It was the captain has a playbook. Let's make the play move. Regardless of that, I got the better education. I, so, I, but I still hear partnership. I don't hear. Um, but this partnership equals a place of submission. In order for you to truly be a partner, you have to submit to the leader. They're still a leader. Even in partnership, they're still a leader. Because if it's not, you ain't in no partnership. There's still, even in partnerships, someone still has to lead. And if we're talking about kingdom partnership, he always the leader. I'm listening. So with that being said, so let me say this. The difference between grandma and granddaddy and us being modern women is we have we have seen men out of position that we don't know how to respect when they get back in position. Because they've been out of position for so long and we've had to pick up the slack that we don't realize picking up the slack is part of teamwork. We think it's our job and our authority. So therefore, we can't be a safe space because in our mind, oh, you dropped the ball, so I had to pick it up, so it's mine now. But that's not what a teammate does. And that's why I say that, well, I guess that's probably why I say partnership, because even still, if you're on the team, you're a partner. And my thing is, in order to be on a team, we have to know that it's 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 not every man for itself. It's all hands on deck. It is, but what do you do when one of the hands are broken? So you gotta, you have to take up the slack of the person with the broken hand. Which means there has to be a place of submission because you don't know how to hand. You still gotta submit. Like, there's always gonna be submission, can't go nowhere. Like kingdom-wise, kingdomly, it has to be a place of submission. But again, that place has to be safe for both parties. But it's got to be in order. And yes, a brother does want to be pursued, but not in the way of thirstiness. <laughs> So we become unsafe when we start becoming super thirsty. He want to know you interested. Like, go in his inbox and be like, hey, I just want to say you're cute. And leave it there. If he don't respond, he don't respond. Now, um, I'm just trying to see if you got, but I know sisters. I'm trying to see you got my, I've been the sister. That's how I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to see you got my message. I'm weak. I'm not, I don't listen. One thing about me, but again, you trying to tap into your femininity. So I am, but I'm a, I'm the the thing is, 
I'm different in this way. I don't chase men. I watch them. Nobody chase. So you trying to say I chase somebody? No, no. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I, I was about say, to say, girl, we about to have a whole argument. Good podcast. I did not say that you chase the man. I'm saying this is how I do it. I don't hop it in boxes. But what is chasing someone? Tell me what it looks like to chase someone. Tell me your definition of chasing someone. Maybe, maybe that's for clarity, probably. Chasing? Yes. What's tell me what it means to chase someone in your definition? Um, you know, being overly available. Explain. Like, um, always what you doing how you doing i'm not i'm not gonna do that i i mean i'm just i'm not i will if no i won't i won't i'm not that type of woman i just i don't i feel like if a man is interested he will show interest if he's not interested there's no need for me going around here you know um hopping in inbox and say oh you're so fine I sop you up with a biscuit. I'm, I'm not going to do that. He could be finest all out. Those I'm talking about. Six, three, four, five. Big, thick. I, child, I'll see you from afar. I'll be like, mm-hmm, I see. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, overextend myself and be like, uh let me approach him and tell him oh you're so handsome i'm not gonna do that so that's that's the part of your femininity that's that's the exact part you just said that the that the one of the men on the platform said that they like that they want to be seen as well as recognized it's it's, but it's I see, a, I, this one said i see you but, but when i am when i feel and this could be where i'm you know <laughs> Could be where I'm, there's a break in the bridge. When I feel as though you are looking at me too, (laughs) okay, then (laughs) I'll slide you my digits and we can reconvene in the more private I'm sorry. So can I say this? (laughs) And maybe this is just me of, of, experience plus age I don't have time for you to for us to be bird watching each other baby I got time and I say that because here's the thing you miss opportunities to grow bird when you just bird watching and let me let me explain what I'm saying because this is like oh that's me too probably like you they probably like, oh I ain't no sign Here's the thing, and I'm talking about success, but I'm thinking about the heels. I'm thinking about the new reggae's. I'm thinking about even Cam on stage and his wife, right? <clears throat> All these people Melissa are... Melissa did not approach Kev. Huh? Melissa did not approach Kev. Melissa did approach Kev after Kev said something. Kev said something to her. Exactly. She, he said... He said something. But all he said was hi. He said something. Girl, bye. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> girl, girl, bye. Him? So, uh, he said something. Listen, you let me listen, you got to let me know that I can stick my key in the ignition now. I can't be out here. Oh, wait, why would you stick a key in the ignition? Wait a minute. No. <laughs> let's not Look, I'm not fit to be out no, here. No, let's, let's, no, 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 ma'am, no. I mean, not, not like that. Listen, no. let me say something. If you're asking for something, but are not willing to go get it, if God has given you the tools to go get it and you're still looking here, waiting for it to come to you, maybe you're going to be saying all your good life. And I'm not saying you got to be like, ooh, you fine. Ooh, what your number is? Like, you ain't got to be like that. You can simply say one thing, right? And and, and you ain't got, and here's the thing. You're not looking because you can you can keep looking, but at least you're giving him permission to speak. Because in this day and age, 
some men need the permission to speak. Listen, by the time you approach me, I don't know, I already know whether or not I'm, I'm going to talk to you now because I ain't got No, to baby, you got to give me permission to even approach you. So you said, hey, my name is Cynthia. I think you're handsome. Cut it off and keep it moving. You can still watch him if you want to. You ain't got to watch him if you want to. Keep it moving, but give him the opportunity. Open the door to say, hey, you can approach me. You ain't got to bird my watch me because I'm bird watching you. Like, we ain't got to bird watch each other. I'm giving you the opportunity to be in the space of me. I'm saying, hey, so this is where your femininity needs to come into play. It's okay to say, hey, I, hey, I think you're handsome. Affirmation goes a long way. You ain't saying, hey, hey, I think you handsome. Can you come get me pregnant? I want to be your, I want to have your last name. That is not what you saying. You just giving the man a compliment. You're giving him what you want him to have, what you want him to give you. You I say I don't think anything is wrong with it, but what I am saying is I'm not doing it first. This is this is the reason why you in this journey of femininity because you trying to figure out the Bible says a, a man who finds, but he got to be he got to have permission to be found. So because let's go back to Solomon because because we don't before we go to Proverbs, can we go to the Song of Solomon? Can we go to the fact that they both pursued each other? Matter of fact, the girl got beat up by the guard. I'm going to pursue her. So don't come to me talking about, I, I, I need to, I'm going to sit here and wait. Girl, you're going to be baby here, baby here, Deanna, Maya, and Riley going to be good and married. Patrick, and you still talking about, I'm sitting here waiting. You are like you like when cook, okay? You like you like that lady and you like Gigi, okay? You waiting for the Lord to come down from me and to sit on Listen, your bed I and be like, you. this is who you need to talk to. No! Like, everything that you need to be equipped for the assignment is already in you. I'll okay. leave the light on for him. So now you want to tell six. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Cut this up. I'm done. We better do a part two because you is crazy. I'll leave a light on for you, little boo. You need help. I'm just saying, like, I'm, and that could be the rejection. Girl, do you know how many times I've been rejected? Girl, you, I, I'm, one thing I don't do is the rejection. Sir, you got one time. Huh? Listen, let me tell you something. Don't be rejecting me because it took me 17 years. I done studied you for 17 years and then I finally get the confidence to come to you and tell you you're fine. He probably rejected you because you took <laughs> <laughs> It took me, God doggone, 20 years. Listen, you done did a whole you tell me that you got somebody else you should have just waited (laughs) (laughs) you knew I was watching you you knew I had my eye on you how did you know you were watching him how Cause I was watching him with my good eyes. The ones I get, get out, please get out this. Now uh, we wrapping this up because she is talking crazy as a best bug. But I'm for real, like a man knows. Even if he knows, like, he still I know. It's like you need confirmation. He needs confirmation. So you gonna sit here still watching each other without confirming? Crazy. So you literally will let something you desire go by because you waiting for somebody else to do a first move. First move. Let's go back to Proverbs eighteen and two and two since you want to go there. Let's let's do it. Let's 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 go for it. It says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and it takes favor for God. Right, right, right. 
So I love, shout out to C2 Nation, to Pastor Earl Patton, who said this, who gave me the revelation. He said, God never said you couldn't approach him first. When he finds you, it's the confirmation that your approach was exactly what he needed in order to find you. When you are looking for something, it needs to be visible. I was visible. I showed up with my red lipstick on, honey, and the red glasses. I showed up. I'm visible. I got the bold lip. Yeah, I know you seen so. my lip now. Yeah, I good. know you see. I know you seen my lips now. Do you know how many red lips he did probably see in his? He seen mine. Yeah, this is this is the craziness that I have to deal with all the time. And then she be talking about. She be talking about she don't know why she's single. She's single. Cause she talking about like she don't nothing about her real lips. Then how? It do. Honey, they on me. Huh? Father, we just, we just pray for Cynthia because she clearly, Lord, has not come to the revelation. Okay, this is what I'm saying. If you see a 5'11 and a half, and I'm sticking to it, tall chocolate, glamazon with the braids, huh? Little not knee, huh? With a red lip and some red glasses fall through that thing. You telling me you ain't looking? I know you lied. <laughs> Again, Father, we thank you. <laughs> it's you. You allow us to have this podcast, but God, we just ask you just to give some sense. The gift of the common sense, Lord, give her the gift, God, because clearly she has not picked up her package from um, FedEx or UPS or even the postal service. She has not gotten her orange notification on the door because Father, she crazy, Lord. I am not. I do not receive that. I'm, saying. I'm, saying, if, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not. Mm, okay. Yeah, Let me tell you what's going to make you stand out. What's going to make you stand out if you approach him with your authentic self, not like every other woman who says, hi, <laughs> cleavage out, dress short, legs showing, he is, you watching me walk away. <laughs> No, when you show up your authentic self in your red lipstick with your red glasses and you say, hey, how are you? I'm Cynthia and you are? And when you walk away and be like, it was nice to meet you. I just wanted to say, you know what? This was fabulous. You look so handsome. And I just wanted to say thank you for being in your call and your purpose and walk away. You ain't even got to engage in conversation. When you show up your authentic self, you present your authentic self, that's what is remembered. Not the one who's thirsty. Not the one who feels like her assets should get her to the open door. Not the one who feels like she's intelligent enough or has enough money that she can win him over with all of that. No, when you show up your authentic self, that's all he wants is your authenticity. And any man who does not want or does, who does not respond to your authenticity, hate the nigga for you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, not I mean, for you. I'm just not into the approaching. Of course, so I'll, this, again. Of course, I will say, you know, like for instance, if I was at a conference and somebody was a great speaker, of course I'll go up and say, hi what you said, what you spoke, it was so profound. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate all of the information that you gave. My name is Cynthia. Nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. Of course I will do that. But what I'm not going to do is hang around like a groupie. Ain't nobody asking you to hang around like a groupie. That is not what I said. I know, but I'm just saying that's not, that's just But you looking at this from a different perspective. I'm not just keep arguing with you. You looking at this, looking at this from a different perspective. And you keep saying, well, I'm trying to do something different. You're not willing to do nothing different. You keep saying what you ain't going to do. Can you try something that you need to do? Yeah, I am. Which is what, Cynthia? Not approaching me. That's what you've been not doing. 
I'm gonna smile more. I am. Can we wrap this up? I'm not fixing to go here with you. What's your, what's your takeaways? No. Nope. <laughs> what's your takeaways? <laughs> this is a real authentic Jesus the therapist is because this is really how our conversations be going. I frustrate her to the point where she was just like, you know what? Bye. Anyway, um, my takeaways is. be my authentic self and I'm a, the more that I get in tune with me the more I will show up authentically my self and so it, this is still a journey for me um and I'm not afraid to say that I have not yet arrived but um the more I learn myself and I get more in tune with myself, I believe that I will begin to show up authentically in who I am. But it's still a process, so I definitely take that away um, from this this session. And I think there should be a part two, because this was good. This was real good to me. It was really, really good. What's your take away? frustrated the hell out of me, y'all. Literally. <laughs> Um, my bracelet then broke because of you. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, my takeaways are I need to pray more about you, so I won't lose my cool <laughs> because you are really special, and I'm be upset because you gonna still be single because you don't want to approach nobody, and then I'm saying. So my takeaways are. Um, my takeaways are um, show up and tell them um, throw that thing in the press circle. I sure would tell my husband I'm gonna throw this thing in the press circle, <laughs> and we can ride out to the mess. <laughs> we going to Jerusalem. We going to we go we going to we going to Calvary. Okay, Calvary. Okay. Anyway, no, there's no there's no go here with you. Yeah, we might have been on here a whole hour. We're gonna be 45 minutes. Anyway, so my takeaways one, in order to be a safe space for this awesome man, we have to be, like you said, your authentic self, but also give him the space to be affirmed. We can't ask someone to be something that we're not. So I can't ask him to be my safe space when I'm not preparing myself to be his safe space first. Sometimes it's okay to make it for Um, Next, uh, learn how to listen and be flawed and, 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 and learn how to not ask questions, but just have a flow of free-flowing conversation about random stuff. And last but not least, say some boundaries. If the conversation is unsafe, say it's unsafe. And that's okay. Those are my second things. Praise God. This was fun. We should do a part two. I guess next week we'll do part two, y'all. This is this is really good. I, I think it was really good and I hope you know. There are some takeaways. They are. I hope y'all had some takeaways besides me getting frustrated with Cynthia. <laughs> um, y'all got some takeaways. Um, yeah, and we may do a live for my photo shoot this weekend. So if you're not on um iPod our Facebook page, you may want to go on the Facebook page so you can see us live and in person together. This would be our first time in person together in like two years because I hadn't seen I didn't see her last year. You didn't see me last year. I did see you last year. You did not see me last year. I did because I popped up over your house at one point. You did not see me last year. Why is you telling these folks these stories? Well, I ain't seen it. Okay, I haven't seen her in a year, yeah. Oh, okay. 
and so okay. up. Okay. I thought she popped up in 2020. Yeah. I know in 2020 <laughs> I saw her because I got pictures of that. Yeah, <laughs> I know I see her in 2020 because I got pictures. I got evidence. But I don't know about 2021. But anyway, y'all, y'all have a good day, evening, night, morning, whatever it is when you hear this. Have a great one. We truly appreciate y'all. Keep liking, sharing, subscribing, and rating. Thank you, international leaders. If we forgot to shout out your country, put it in the comments and we'll make sure to shout you out. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.